it's another not an episode episode so this is happening because of the covid 19 break we're all at home and some of the collaborations i wanted to do for the normal episodes are impossible right now because we're all stuck at home however i'm looking at a way of getting something done over the phone with my friend so um this episode that is not an episode is going to be about um a little bit of knowledge sharing so i'm a research buff i read learn about things that do not particularly pertain to my profession career whatever i just want to know things because it's good exercise for my brain and yeah you can check that out it's actually good exercise for your brain to learn new things to try new things and um, form new habits so that's the way i keep my mind in check like make sure that my mind is always working properly i do research read about so many things and goes on from there so i want to share one of my numerous research stuff with you so this is about um benny madoff the man was an hedge fund manager and he has been called the most hated man on wall street that is american wall street and um, he pulled off the biggest ponzi scheme in history so he pulled off the worst the biggest the most painful loss when it comes to financial loss in history um this is worth 65 billion dollars and it was quite painful to everyone involved so benny manoff has always been an hedge fund manager hedge fund management is like investment banking it's like you put something in your hedge fund managers manager funds put in different places and they make you richer sort of and it's also could be a covering for a ponzi scheme so ponzi scheme are investment scams promising high returns with little risk, little investments, little investors, but high returns. So that's what a Ponzi scheme is. Now there are some hedge fund management that could be Ponzi schemes. They are just called hedge fund management because that's the that's a legal thing to do. That's a thing that is actually real. Now some scammers, some big scammers would hide under hedge fund management, managing, and just scam you of your money, basically. So this man was an hedge fund manager who was actually running a Ponzi scheme and um, his company was kind of divided into two. So he had two sons from a wife he had been with since he was in secondary school. So he had two sons that were managing the company that was running a normal investment arm, the normal investment arm of the company. His kids were running that and he was running the Ponzi slash edge management part of the company because he didn't want his children to know what he was up to and it was literally his big secret. So um he's been doing it for years. Nobody suspected anything because he's a very respectable member of society. He and his wife are are sort of um what will I call them now? They're known everywhere. People know them. They are. Um, they've been there for years. People trust them. People. People have known them for years. So they're part of the whole um, 
society society what they are called them i don't know what's called these people anymore but you know these people that everybody just knows them they are rich they are they are well made they are learned they are truthful people they are honest people so people just kind of trusted bernie and his wife over the years they've been doing it i don't his wife didn't know anyway but it was a scammer she says she doesn't know so um but there was this guy his name is ari Marcopolo. he actually reported bernie to the fbi three times the first one in 2000 um second one in 2001 then 2005 he told them that he kept seeing that bernie's investments were always on the high which should have been an indication of fraud because basically the the stock markets always rise and fall there'll be times where things go down there'll be times where things go up there'll be times you know there'll be times where things are a little bit shaky and all of that but how come bernie's investments are always on the rise you're always high you're always getting returns people don't get like um ari saw that as a form of fraud something was definitely off with his books how can this guy's funds be always high but he reported to the fbi but because bernie is so trusted he's a registered company he's someone everybody knows he's a rich man come on it, it was it was literally like um trump then you know like a rich man everybody knows bernie everybody knows his company so why would he why would you say he's up to something wrong and so nobody listened to ari first time second time third time yep so and mind you bernie's investors cut across all um kind all demographics of people cut across the rich the poor the wealthy the middle class because everybody trusted him the poor people will save up all their money and invest in, in bernie's company the middle class people would do the same thing the rich people would do the same thing and so what he was basically doing was paying old investors with new investors money that's how process came to run so it kept the business kept running because definitely there were always going to be new investors coming in there were always going to be richer investors there were always going to be poor people's money they can put together and pay the rich ones do you understand so there was always a way for the company to always run based on that scheme and then 2008 happened the stock market plunged in december 2008 this was a general plunge everybody knew there was a plunge in the, in the stock market and um now bernie knew that his game was up if there's it was called i think it was called black monday yeah where everybody the stock market went down in america like it was that bad it was very very bad and he knew his game was up because now everybody would there are no new investors there's no money circulation no new investors old investors want their money back because they are afraid nobody wants to leave their money in an investment company when the whole economy is crashed they want their money out and then he knew his game was up it was streaming calls all left right center people want their money and he knew that dude i've been spending people's money all these years i don't have any money to give you guys so his game was up and so he confessed to his kids um early one day early one morning he confessed his kids the boys were bewildered they didn't know what to do so they reported to the they found a way reported to the fbi and um turned in their father basically and when their father was turned in it had to be no, to, the word had to be told like 
this guy was scamming you guys all the while. So people stay screaming for their money, people stay cursing him. And that's why he became the most hated man in Wall Street because he stole from the poor, he stole from the rich, he stole from everybody. And during all this crisis, he tried to kill himself, I think on Christmas Eve 2008. He and his wife tried to kill, kill themselves. They drank poison and went to bed and assumed that they were, they were going to die. Yesterday. But they didn't die, they both woke up. And his wife realized that they both had to dance to their music. They had to dance to the tune of the music they had played. And that was an unexpected turn of events for both Bernie and his wife. And the world crashed for, for them from then. They became hated, people really disliked him. And he was sentenced to prison. You know, some of the funds are still being paid till today. Some of the investors are still being paid off, um, paid by the company today. Like the company and um, I think now it's like the FBI's issue. They're still trying to pay off all those people to dates because it really scammed a lot of people, a whole ton of people. You need to see the um, graphics of YouTube clippings I, clips I watched of where people were trying, where it was coming out of court or going into court and people were really crazy. People were throwing things at him. People were shouting curses at him and all of that. And the thing I want to bring out of this is Bernie was greedy. He stole a lot of money from a lot of people and he could have stopped, you know, at a particular point he could have stopped but he didn't stop. He had houses on Log, on, at Log, in Long Island, he had properties in New York, he had money everywhere. But, and he just kept stealing people's money, he just kept stealing and stealing and stealing and stealing. And the worst part was his family didn't know what he was doing. They were innocent, like his kids, his wife, his kids' wives, his grandkids. He just completely ruined the family because of greed. He's still in prison, by the way. And now, his two sons. Now, this is where the story gets weird. Because for me, it felt like karma. But Kama didn't even come on only when he came on his family too. So for a while his wife was trying to communicate with him while he was in prison because of course she's high school sweetheart. They probably still love themselves and all of that. But she said that continually caused the rift between her and the kids because the kids completely cut him off and I expect you to do the same because this man ruined our lives. But you're still communicating with him. So she there was a point that she had to stop communicating with him. And then his kids um, Mark, he has two children, Mark and Andrea. Two years after the old incident, Mark, his first son, died. He committed suicide. And um, committing suicide was like he couldn't handle it anymore, so he just had to kill himself. And Andrew, his second son, died in 2014. He had a mantle cell lymphoma. You see, like they both had tragic deaths, and of course, the cell lymphoma didn't have anything to do with Bernie's crimes. I feel karma just came to play here, and it affected the innocent ones. That's what brought me to this topic initially because I think. There was just something in the in the environment that wanted to pay Bernie back for his crimes. But he went on the innocent kids that didn't do anything. Um, Mark couldn't take all the backlash. 
everything. He couldn't even handle the pain, it hurt his dad across innocent people across the country and he had to kill himself. And Andrew went in a terrible way as well with the lymphoma cancer. I've watched interview with, interviews with two of the kids, how they didn't know what their father was doing, how betrayed they felt, how they didn't know what to do to make these people stop being so angry. And they understood their anger. They didn't know what to do to right their father's wrongs. But the point is now, the father is in jail. The wife, she lost her two kids. She doesn't talk to him anymore because she feels like he's to blame for the death of her babies which i think is so the recent interview they had with him is, is just like he was saying how he doesn't nobody calls him he doesn't get phone calls in prison doesn't even try to go to the phone because nobody in the world cares or asks about him and it's because he's such a despicable person like you stole so much money so much money Give your children the best of the best of the best off of people's sweats. And your kids didn't even know. They didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for those people to suffer for them to have such a luxurious life. And I think that's where the guilt came for the kids anyway. So that's the story of Bernie Madoff. A very selfish and despicable human being. And um, yeah, that's come to the, yeah, come to the end of my class. I hope you enjoyed it. Unsolicitedly, I'll give you another class very soon. Have a good weekend, y'all. And stay safe. Remember to sanitize, wash your hands regularly, and social distance. Thank you.